0: Happy new year we are finally happy back. New year.
1: happy new year
0: uh to another episode of a few tsu sports fans a lot of announcements exciting announcements uh, today we got demetrius what's up
2: what's up big blue happy new year tsu madness hello big blue how's it going hope everybody had a a wonderful and safe um holiday and uh happy new happy new year to everybody yeah, so again
0: society news, um uh, uh THU Madness uh, <laughs> the, the investigative uh research uh, to announce uh our uh first hockey signee. Um so I'm gonna let THG man take it away and announce who the person was and how we found all this stuff out.
2: <laughs> well uh <laughs> you know i just thought hey man this is what happens when you watch watch tissue sports man i just happened to be watching a basketball game and greg poe doing a you know doing a uh, a, a timeout mentioned uh, Xavier. said our first signee was at the game and uh you know so i was like i got a good look at him and i did try and do some research on him and uh, just like okay all right where, where is he from and things like that i was like I saw nobody tweeted it out. So I was like, let me tweet this out, you know. So uh, they got uh, got a lot of good, great results uh, from it. Um, and uh, so we have our first signee, Xavier Abel. Um, he is originally from from Chicago. Uh, he's 5'10", 170 pounds. Uh, he plays center. Uh, he's from uh, Drury. Uh, so he's already in school. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, he's a sophomore. Um, or a freshman i, I can't I, i'm not exactly sure um but um he's coming to us and he's excited he does he he's had some relatives to attend Tennessee state he's always wanted to go to a hbcu um and then soon as he, his his family let him know and i i got this all from his interview but if uh and if you haven't heard his interview please go go to him he's a he's a very mature young man um but um you know he said that as, as soon as they found out, his, his family found out that TSU was bringing on a hockey team, they sent all that information to him. And then, boom, it, the rest just happened, fell into place. So I'm really excited about Xavier. I'm happy to have him on campus um, and, uh, you know, having part of the team, man, is really exciting. Yeah, call you Woj. TSU Woj. <laughs> TSU Madness Bob. <laughs>
0: TSU Madness Bob. Yeah. Brother, it you that thing <laughs>
1: spread like wildfire like. It did. Like and it was just a I mean, I, you know, I want to speak for you but it was just a you know, an innocent post like yeah. congratulations to the brother and so yeah. you know, to your point like you never know what you're going to hear when you watch TSU um games on, on espn plus i mean mm-hmm. dr allen is, is showing up on halftime doing interviews mm-hmm. with the bolsters dropping nuggets you just
2: never know what you're gonna get so
1: that's a prime example
2: yeah yeah and and plenty and plenty of times dr allen has mentioned things about you know things that's coming at tsu you know he always drops a little nuggets that you know when they any when they interview him he drops a little nuggets and so you always get good information uh, watching the games, man. And uh, so that was one. And like I said, I did my little homework and uh, put it out. And, man, it, it like you said, it, it it took off.
0: Yeah, so look forward Nick Nick Guerrero. He's now sort of the hockey. Uh, he's a communications person, uh, director over there at Tennessee State. But he said they're close to announcing a the coach. They're close to – announcing the director operations for it as well, and I got a couple more signees coming, but Xavier chose to come on. Uh, one of the interviews he did with the Polkster, he said that he Xavier actually helped start juries as well. So mm-hmm. he said experience went yeah. through the first step, so it'd be interesting to see what he does. Um, and even, you know, I, I look on, a, on the internet, just looking around. I always try to search and use some I'm not good at TSU Madison with skills, but I try to, <laughs> try to look online. <laughs> You know, and find different things, you know, like DMV area here. um, You know, there's a couple of high schools around there that have uh, teams and happen to be one of the coaches is black around here. So, interesting to see, you know, whether or not he's connected with the Detroit Black uh, Panthers group, I think. And there's one in Milwaukee, one in New York, you know. So, this is definitely a network of players that we can reach out to and even include Toronto, Canada. Nick has mentioned before other interviews about Mm -hmm. opportunity to get some black players so uh you know look forward to seeing what else is coming and
2: you know uh seeing how this program progresses you know yeah and uh xavier mentioned that uh, a lot of uh black players have reached out to him about you know about tsu uh you know and you know he has that connection so because you know he's played in all black you know hockey um, programs you know like i guess intramurals or whatever uh, or they have they have like a little family put it that way, you know, it's like a little clique. So, um, and you you mentioned uh, you mentioned Demetrius about him, you know, starting uh, uh, the program at Jury. He he actually scored the first uh, goal in Jury's, uh, uh, you know, hockey existence. So you know, so it's he's he, he breaking history wherever he goes, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. trailblazer for sure. Yeah. All
0: right. Uh, mentioned also too signing is going on. And uh mission this volleyball. Uh, you know, we got a re after winning the championship a year ago, uh struggled with the rebuild, but we did get uh four signees so far. Uh, Maggie Keenan, Austin P, um, Megan Miller came from Western Carolina, and Sagalai Raleigh, NCA and T. Three of those people, they're local. Um, some of them play together, seems like either high school or AAU. So good to get that camaraderie, and also these, these girls are very good. Also, we get another girl from May. Her name is Melee Lacy. She played at Iowa City uh, Community College West. So trying to rebuild the program. Uh, so we'll try to get a uh, coach back on and talk about that more. But uh, you know, look, glad to see that we're still signing people. Get trying to build that camaraderie and bring us back to where we are. Cause uh, we champions. We're our champions. <laughs> so um talk about hoops Demetrius what what's been going on what's going
1: on with hoops hey, listen man um a, a lot it's it's we ha- we haven't talked in a while No, like we have we have it peace yeah. you know um i'll start I'll start with the women man like you know, start started off to a super slow start. Um, you know, I saw them play live when they came to Charlotte. They were down some players. Um, you know, definitely, um, you know, score didn't really indicate um, how hard they played. Um, you know, now they're in conference play, and and they're two and six at the moment. And um, you know, uh, for me, it, it's they're, they're they're struggling. They're they're in games. Mm-hmm. They're struggling to close games. And um, you know, we got Sanai Saint Saint Andre. She killing. She 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 is um she's she's balling. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, it's it's just one of those things where how, how can we you know, close out some of these games and, you know, Zion Shannon, she's starting to pick it up and mm-hmm. and there's some other players that are starting to, starting to pick it up. Um, You know, it's um now we got to start turning the corner. Right. But the, for me, you know, Madness, you could jump in here too. But to me, the biggest stat, right, is they are 0-8 on the road. Mm-hmm. They have not won one road game yet on the road. And um, you know, to me, you, your program doesn't start going in the right direction until you can start getting some games on the road. So you know, plenty of basketball left. Um, you know, we're playing a lot of young, a, a lot of young players,
2: and uh, I hope that uh, they they can turn a corner. Yeah, let me interject on that. Uh, so, uh, t- definitely agree with you, Demetrius. I, I, you know, they. It seems like. Coach Ty, you know, he has a change, he changed his philosophy a little bit because, you know, they they focused on defense um, you know, quite a bit and and you know, early going last year and you know, even beginning this, this year. But it and you know, there was a lot of you know, a lot of pressing um at, at the very at the very initially in the season, but then now they've changed from that. I mean, well, I will not say they changed from it, but they are they're definitely scoring now, that's for sure they are scoring and, and so whether you call it, whether it be chemistry or philosophy change um, they're scoring and they're in games. Now the big, I think what they, you know, we need to focus on is that, you know, defense, right? So, and like you said, you know, we're struggling on the road. So I actually like, even though the record, you know, I think we've only won five games out of um, I think the total games we played the 17. Um, so we've only won five games. We are like five and 12, but, the girl, the ladies are the, the ladies are in games, and instead of being blown out like they were last year in the beginning of the season, so there's been a change in that they are actually in games, um, and so again, it's all, like you said, it's all about closing at this point.
0: Yeah, look, yeah. they recently just, uh, you know play EIU, yeah, EIU was second in the conference, and they took them to the uh, down to OT and lost, but you know so they there should have. So now I probably should have made that last shot, but you know, happens. You know, uh, wide open shot, just couldn't get it together. But
1: yeah, yeah, man. But shout out to them. The girls are working hard, man, and uh, hopefully they can they can get this thing turned around and close the season out. Mm -hmm. Um, But the men,
2: let's talk about the men for a little
1: bit, man. They, you know. four-game winning streak in the conference.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: You know, we, we got to give those guys credit. Mm-hmm. Um, started, started off the season um, fairly high. Uh, got hit with the injury bug a bit. Yeah. And, you know, as one of the coaches told me when I saw them um, at, at Liberty, it was, you know, hey, you know, you've been working – you know, all summer, all pre, all, all training camp, to to play a certain style, or play you know a couple styles, and then you know essentially, the, them boys ain't had not one big man. Uh-huh. I think Bank was was the center, and he's like six six. So a lot of guys out of position, um, injury and Bucks just really strapped them. Christian Brown was out a lot. But now that he's healthy, guys are starting to get healthy or healthier. Um, You know, they're they're four four games in a row. I think Penny made some changes to the starting lineup. I do like the addition of putting Justin Williams
2: in the starting lineup. So do I. He's a he. And yeah, sorry. Let me just interject one second. He he's he's a game manager. Yeah. Justin Williams is a game manager and he's a good defensive player. I, I love him in that position. I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: No, he I it, i I could I could echo that. I think he's a great leader. Um, you know, I, I think at times, you know, offensively, he he tends to to struggle, but in terms of leadership and mm-hmm. and, and defense, you know, I think he's giving this team exactly what they need while allowing, you know, um, our, our freshman of the year, potential candidate to, mm. to to grow. Right. Um, you know, I, I just don't believe in letting kids grow by hitting their head all the time. You know, um, it, it, it just, you know, it, it doesn't have to be that way. And Justin is a phenomenal leader for, for that team. Um, and, you know, and they're and they rolling. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just got maybe two questions for – well, really one question is, you know, how can we continue – can continue to be successful when we just have periods in the game where we just cannot score? It You know, we've – I think defensively we've, you know, we've mm. improved and that's really keeping us in the game. But there is periods in the game where we can – we can't score at all. Um, we we've got to fix that. Yeah. What do y'all
2: on that? For me, I'm, let me, let me say this because I I can't answer that question uh, because you know we 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 are averaging seventy five points a game. So I think scoring is for me is okay, right? Seventy five points a game is, is is pretty good. I mean, like this last game against EIU, we score sixty four, but you're gonna have some of those games depending on who you play. Um. Uh, but let me talk about uh, you know the the improvement or you know the like you said they went through a low man with injuries man they was like man they were playing with all guards um, at some at certain times and um, you know none of our big men have been healthy altogether. like Acosta has been out Duana has been out uh, and right now Jitobo is the only big guy we have um, and so it, it'd be great that everybody can get healthy. Um, healthy again and have a full slate of our uh, guys but do you know that Christian Brown this is the he's played 18 games this year this is the most he's he's played since his freshman freshman year at University of Georgia really um, yes he played 31 games at University of Georgia's freshman year and he's played but he hasn't played no more than 17 um each, you know since then you know this is his fifth year and he's played uh in 18 games so he's going to you know, su- greatly surpassed that 17. Let's just pray he c- continues to be healthy. But, um, but again, to your point, I, t- I think that the – I think offense has been great. It's been good lately, okay? Now, i, I question some of those other times, like some of the game. You know, and, and again, they were injuries, right? The game was against, against Alabama A&M and Lipscomb, um, Lipscomb and all that. So, I, I do – but, like I said, we were injury. I questioned some things on that. But – I don't want the really the big change is Justin being in the lineup, Christian being healthy, having at least one big guy out there, Jatobo. Um out there, he's scoring. Um, and then I think everyone just kind of like now having that chemistry. Now, of course, we got a big game coming up against Moorhead. That's our next game. Yeah. And that's gonna really that's gonna really tell how, how much we've improved since this four game winning streak.
0: Yeah, that's an entry too. Yeah, yeah. Gentry, yeah, we have Thursday game. I think they said if we win that, we can be like third, I think, or something like that. Uh, we're
2: uh, we're tied for we're tied for third, and I think if we win it, we'll still be third place. Or well, it depends on what happened to Western Illinois. Yeah, yeah. Because right right now there's a four way tie for third.
0: Yeah, cool. yeah. Look, we're right there. You know, I see a lot of improvement. You know, with the team, and you know, hopefully can continue to get healthy. Uh, and this sort of, you know, they had a lot, a lot of expectations this year. I think even more so than in the past, you know, this was something like, oh, this is your take right this year. Um, and uh, so we see that they, they can keep it going and follow through with it. You know how long uh, Fitzgerald is supposed to be out? No. He's,
2: been, he's missed a lot. I think he's only played, what, 10 games? Yeah. Let's see.
1: Yeah, that's what, I don't even know what the the prognosis is. If it's, I know you know his hand was wrapped up pretty good last time I saw him on television.
0: Yeah, that's what I observed too as well. So, yeah, also, I guess too that they, they also got more minutes for that kid with uh Dawson. The, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. minutes at six. He's six Forward guard, he played a lot more minutes too, as well. So, another smiley sort of insert.
2: Yeah, he's in it, he's been he's been part of starting lo- lineup, um, inserting mm-hmm. a lot starting lineup. I mean, he's he doesn't score a lot, um, but you know, doing this gives him that you know, helps build that confidence. So, um, hopefully that, um, you know, he can pick up his scoring. Um, but uh, you know, it's, it's good for the team, you know, Fitzgerald being out, hurts us, but it also it helps other kids, you know, um, you know. Build that confidence, and 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 and, and expect for Jalen Jones, a freshman, to get more PT.
1: Yeah, I mean between Denham, Hodges, and uh, 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 Williams, to me, that's probably your three best perimeter defenders. Mm-hmm. To me, it's showing on it's showing because they're able to get out. Um, you know, we we've talked about how we start off slow and blah, blah, blah. But I think they've been, with that lineup, they've been able to start um, relatively fast. And I think a lot of it is just because, you know, they're able to peren- defend the perimeter.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And also, be being 6'3 and 6', you know, and then he's um, about 6'6", about six, six, I think he is. So you sub it in, so guy's a little bit bigger on the wing, you know, help out a little bit. We are small with – you're just going with Hodges, Jalen Jones, and you know, Fitzgerald's out. That's a pretty small lineup right there. So, yep, no size in there really helped. Yep.
2: So okay. they, right now, uh, um, just last thing about it, they twelve, they twelve and nine. Before they started this uh, four game win streak, they were eight and nine. So um, let's just hope that uh, they put out a good, you know, good showing against Morehead, Morehead State. But twelve and nine is not bad. Um, and i'm hoping that uh you know we widen that you know the win loss gap as we go down the stretch i think we got 10 games left so i you know i think we can win the the most more the majority of our games going going forward mhm look forward to it you know what time it is guys roll time
0: <laughs> it is time <laughs> to roll <laughs> Hey, you, you almost, hey,
1: Rodney, you almost got me, man. You got me. You almost got me, man.
2: I was ready.
0: Yeah. Time to roll. Um, yes, sir. Uh, you know, in of last year, football team. Talking about football now. You know, uh, first winning season in a long time since 2017. Uh, had a lot of momentum, then the three games. Uh we end up going six and five, excited, six and five, we're excited, first one season in a while, but you know, bad taste in our mouth. Oh, um, big time. So Eddie George uh made the call, got rid of the uh, offensive coordinator. Uh thank you, Theron H for your time there. I also got changed out the offensive lineman. Uh thank you for your time, uh Anthony Lewis.
2: Uh state. Uh yeah,
0: look a little side jab. Yeah, okay. Uh, you know, thank you for your service. And I mean, keep wearing your Tennessee State stuff, your gear, you know, keep, keep, keep rocking it. We love you. Um <laughs> so uh wish you wish you well in your future endeavors. Um, you know, I think Andy Lewis got a job at a Midwestern state, I think, off the line coach. So he, he's doing well and throughout our age, he'll he'll find something. Uh, good people, good people. Um, you know, but hey, we come in looking for one. I'm tweeting out. Where's the O.C.? Where's the O.C.? Who's being interviewed? What's going on? All these rumors. And I heard so-and-so. I heard so-and-so. I heard so-and-so. Somebody said, I think that they took somebody at NDSU. I'm like, man, whatever. But what? what they want to do with us? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, what you? Man, whatever. So I dismissed it. Now, one thing I did know, Eddie George wants to run the ball. So I was thinking, like, well, maybe look, look somebody in Missouri Valley, Big Sky Conference, because they do it the best, right? You look at them, any team, the top four teams out of Big Sky, top four teams out of the Missouri Valley, they are pounding you, they're punishing you, and a lot of it, they're just sort of copying what North Dakota State did, you know, really.
2: Um, hold, on, hold on, hold on for a second, hold on for a second. Hey, Demetrius, you notice how he's really just gotten excited since we're talking about football now, but no, go <laughs> ahead, go ahead, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know which sport is his. <laughs>
0: time i ain't got past that um go ahead (laughs) okay so uh you know i said to my indie issue i don't know i mean look maybe maybe a lot you know somebody you know maybe but i didn't think it would be the oc to be totally honest right so tennessee state hires um tyler roll as our new oc um Eddie said in the interview after they hired him, uh, you know, he called him two years ago after you left. You know, he said, hey, what's going on? And Tyler said, no, nah, not right now. So, so North Dakota State, you know, they did well. Another, well, it's a good season for anybody else, right? North Dakota State's championship. Mm. robust. Me, so, But they're like, we got to the semifinal. We lost by uh you know, a field goal or extra also overtime or something like that. So that's not, you know, it, it hurts for them, right? They have high standards. So, you know, the uh head coach uh went to USC and then uh you know Tyler Rowe was a candidate for the job, you know. Sometimes things don't work out, pick somebody else, you know. Um, but he's been there in that area, Midwest area. Well, that Midwest, <laughs> the other Midwest, uh out there in Oklahoma the uh and North Dakota, North Dakota, I don't know why that's called a Midwest sometimes. Whatever. Um, and he needed a new, a new environment. Get some more to prove himself even more. So, you're talking about a national championship, OC, uh, 2023. Let me read a couple of the stats. I'm just going to read, no, it's team offense. Total offense, number one. 69 touchdown. Russian touchdown, number one in the country, 47. Russian yards, number one. First downs, number one. Team passing efficiency, number two. Completion rate, number two. Red zone, number two. Um, third down conversion, uh, I think there there were third place, fourth in rushing uh, offense uh, per yardage, and s- six in uh, yardage per play. So, you know. They can go, right? This is a powerful offense. This is somebody that can run the ball, and it's a good pick. What were your thoughts? You know, we got somebody from NDSU, uh, uh, TSU, man. I know you probably expected this, right? What were your thoughts?
2: <laughs> man, I thought it was going to be McNair. I ain't going to even lie to you. I thought we would probably hire McNair from Alcoa State and uh, sitting there, I guess, right now without a job because he thought he could be hired at Texas Southern. But yeah. – uh but I think he's sitting with our job. So honestly, I thought that's who, you know, because Blue Blue Bus Blue Bloods said that they were going, you know, they was going to break the Internet. So I figured it'd break the HBCU Internet, you know, uh, you know, that, you know, we hired McNair. So I, I I just knew that's who it was going to be. But, man, this is even more exciting uh, because as soon as we as soon as we hired him, you know, I don't know much about him. I just know about North Dakota State. I know that those jokers have won like how many championships? Seven at least. Yeah. And and he was part of you know he was a, he used to be a player there and yeah. he's an assistant coach, so he's been there for at least five of them. Yeah. So, um, you know, to, I as soon as soon as they we I found that he we hired him man I, I went and I just started looking at tape, and I know he man he'll put he'll have eight guys up front one receiver that looks pretty much like a tight end the quarterback and the runner back and he'll throw a pass <laughs> you you expecting to run he'll throw a pass to that to that guy that that guy that big tight end looking guy out there by himself he uses different uh formations he'll he'll put and I don't even know. Look, man, I, I I can't tell you. I don't know. You know, I don't know the X and O stuff like this about football. I I truly don't. But they'll take guys and offline like a tight end. And um and they almost kind of like in a running back almost position, but over to the side. I, like I said, I don't I don't know it. I can't. You know, right. you can speak to it more. Than it's I, it's not, a wing. Wing. It's a. There you go. Hmm. And. It's just all the different formations. I mean, he's he uses tight end as a fullback. He'll use, you know, he'll use a, 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 a what is it called? I I I formation with the running back and the fullback, and and you and we don't we haven't seen that in a long time. When, when the last time you 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 know you've seen a a team that that uses a fullback on a regular basis? So I'm excited. And don't, don't get me wrong, yeah, he he does run the ball, but he also passes it quite a bit too. I mean, you got you have to know to have the number one, um, you know, number one offense in in FCS. So I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I'm looking at all the different the different things he does, and he said himself he he did an interview with someone in Fargo, and he said they asked him what he you knew about you know, Tennessee State's you know, wh- about what we run, how we run, and he pretty much said it was pretty bland. Now he was respectful, but. He said that you know what we do is kind of you know it's kind of bland. That's those are my words, not his. And um, and so he's looking to come in um and shake things up and give 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 the defense a lot of different looks. So I'm excited.
1: L- Listen, for me it's it's fairly, it's fairly simple. You want to be the best. Well, they say you want to be the best, you gotta beat the best. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, in this instance, if you want to be the best, you have to go get the best. Mm-hmm. And you know, just like you all were shocked, surprised. Um, first my first thoughts was how the hell did he do it? You know, all of the above. But once, but once things kinda of settle down, you know, we we, we as HB, in the HBCU community, we always talk about why not us, right? Why not us, why not us? And to me this was this was was like the answer to that. It was more like yes we can. You know, yes, yes we can. We can do this. And to get a, an offense with Savant, I mean you guys rattled off the stats and and what he does and all of that. But to me, the most important thing that I'm encouraged by is he's gonna bring a different mindset, mm-hmm. a different a, a winning mindset? You know, and let's let's be honest. The head coach Eddie George, who we all love, he he's a Heisman Trophy winner. Y'all know the stats, but he he ain't never won in coaching. Mm-hmm. You, know? you see what I'm saying? He's mm-hmm. never won in coaching. He's won in everything else, and I think this is the first one of the first steps to to him winning in coaching. But he's never won. And right. coaching. Yeah. So you go out and get a guy that's a proven winner that is, you know, going to help not, all, not only the players, but the staff as well. And, you know, as you say, we're bringing a championship mindset every day. And to me, that is, I think that's going to benefit the, to the starting quarterback, whomever that may be. Right. We've got a lot of guys you know, let's just be honest, who, who, you you know, have done things the old way. And I think this, I think this hire is going to bring a different mindset to where guys really have to decide, is football going to be priority? Mm -hmm. Is football going to be priority or, and you know, am I just going to just treat it as secondary? And I think those that treat it as secondary will get, they will they will they will be highlighted very, very quickly. Yeah. and I think there's gonna be some some easy decisions to be made. So, you know, because let's just be honest, he he this is a change for him too. This is a risk for him too. and he's got bigger dreams and aspirations as well. So there's gonna be some pressure on him to to prove people wrong that hey, why did he do it? So I'm encouraged by it. I think it's a new day. And for, for TSU football, where we it, it has to get back to being a priority. And I'm I'm just encouraged to see what happens. Yeah. Yes.
0: So, so one thing he did mention too at the interview he did uh with the with the guy from uh North North Dakota State, he said one thing he did like about us is we had speed, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and not and in the issue, not saying that they're sh- they're slow, they have some definitely some great skill position people who actually get in the NFL right now. And he's coached. Um, but, uh, you know, so he sees some potential, of uh, kind of players you can get that can really, you know, expand his, uh, prowess as a OC, you know, like I may have a guys a little bit smaller than what I'm used to, but they're faster. And my, my system I have in place can work everywhere. Right. Cause you know, one thing, even though they, they win, you know, he, he does get some criticism about how often he runs, you know, talking about the fullbacks and the tight ends he puts in and stuff like that. Uh, so oddly enough, <laughs> championship doesn't quiet the noise, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but his points and he's putting up is like, yeah, he's putting ten fullbacks, ten fullbacks out there, and he's still passing the ball. <laughs> so it's really sort of an odd uh, critique of him, really. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, yeah, he definitely has uh, very creative. Uh, he, he looks to see where weaknesses were are on a defense and really come up with a strategy, try to attack, you know, um, uh, the best uh, way to beat a team. You know, I think that's really good. So I think his game plan is going to be a very key as well. But this, is how, this is how you prepare for a team. This is, what, this is how you look at tape. This is what you need to do, you know, because, um, you know, I think in the past we really haven't had – Hugh Jackson had the NFL stuff, but not college. This is a difference between NFL and college. Not everybody does well. This go back everybody's not Jim Harbaugh, right? But they just switch back and forth with ease. So it has somebody who's who's been in the game, been in FCS, won this level to understand, you know, how to best prepare um our, our players it's key. Another thing I did too was look at this the roster configuration. Now I do think NDSU has more players on it, maybe more walk-ons, you know. But I was just comparing, you know. So one thing that's sort of equal, and this is not even like comparison of quality this is the numbers so they had 19 off alignment we had 18 lashes roster 2023 um they had uh eight tight ends we had five tight ends um we they had 15 wide receivers we had 16 wide receivers now here's some differences now um they had five fullbacks We technically had one fullback who still listed as a tight end. But technically, number 43 is a fullback for us. So we got five and one on fullback. Seven running backs, eight running backs. Another difference, eight tight ends to five tight ends. So he's bringing in more fullbacks and tight ends uh, to fit his fancy, really, to make sure his system runs. And then you saw the tweet today. He's looking for some more fullbacks, you know, to mm-hmm. build out the roster, the Juco's, and stuff like that. So we'll see whether or not he can find some more fullbacks. So we have to put some tight ends at fullback. You know, uh, we also signed two guys that could potentially play tight end. One kid, one is a tight end, the other one plays uh, outside linebacker and tight end. So we'll sort of see what they choose to do with him. And also get another awesome lineman that flipped from UT Martin. So you're starting to see. Um some changes and people we want on, on the uh online, you know, uh close to getting but couldn't secure. Now we're getting the one tight end that signed, he's actually a three, three or four star. So we starting to get some talent coming in the door. Um so we'll see how things are adjusted. And again, going back to players Demetrius mentioned. Spring, you want to be on a team. <laughs> you better have a good spring. You you better have been working. Uh since November, yeah. December that you, you took off and said oh I got it I'm on a team and the miss I had last year uh, you're not going to
2: be here past spring. Yeah. And you know he in in the uh, these tapes, and you know, when I say tapes I'm looking at you know their um their games on uh, YouTube. Yeah. Um he plays with two quarterbacks, you know, he'll he'll bring a quarterback in uh, to run a ball or, or or throw it or whatever, but you know it's not the well we had last year where you know every you know every other series, you know, a different quarterback. Yeah. But um but uh you know he he will play with two different quarterbacks. So and 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 the quarterback runs a lot. His quarterbacks run a lot. So I mean it'd be interesting, you know. We got a lot of quarterbacks in the stable, uh, and two and two new ones from um from LSU, um and then the other ones from University of Memphis. So um, you know, we got some more. Some more to work with.
1: It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, you know.
2: Yeah,
1: he he, this is this is his first time leaving the nest, and um, you know, he he's coming to our community. And when I say our, I'm talking about the HBCU community. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, it's different, and you know it's going to be some adjustment on both ends, but I think I think at the end of the day, I think I think this was the type of hire. I'm not saying it was it had to be him. I think it was this type of hire that we needed to <clears throat> to get over the hump. Because let's be honest, you got the Buck Buchanan, a war winner coming back with a majority of defense that's coming back. You got <clears throat> some pieces on offense like there's no reason like there's no more excuses as to why this program can't have heavy success next year and i'm not talking about you know oh we win six seven games and we we had a winning season like we should be playing with a super cold outside Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: like just that that's just that's just how i feel at this point we've got players it ain't the players, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, it ain't the players. Um, we have everything we need to start building to be
2: playing late uh in season next year. Absolutely. And 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 what's the number? And see, he got it. He, he's he, look, look, he taking a risk coming here. You know, he's trying to help build us up. And because you know who we got on the schedule, the second game of the season. Yeah. North Dakota State. So he go we go back he goes back home, and you know he wanted that job, you know he wanted he wanted that North Dakota uh, State head head coaching job, yep. it, And if I'm not mistaken, he he applied it was a year ago, two years ago to at uh, ETSU. Um, if I'm I, I'm pretty sure it, it was him, um, uh, but um, but you know he he's ready for that he's ready for a head coaching position, and uh, I think you know moving. It's is very calculated for him. Coming yep. to DC State is very calculated. And uh he you know, he's gonna make this work for him.
1: And let's let's be honest, like this this isn't a blind move for him. I mean, it's blind in terms of you know, he may not know the school, the system, the city that much, but you know, Brandon Fisher played at Montana. And mm-hmm. they were believe it or not, they were playing around the same time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And with connections between Fisher and George and, you know, being in this, you know, this hotbed area of the of the of the United States where, you know, there's tons. There's going to be more eyes in my opinion. I mean, people are going to see North Dakota because they win all the time. But I think he I think he was just a a product of of a victim of success to where it was. Well you got the best players, you should, you know, you should be leading the nation and scoring and you should be doing this. But, you know, now I think his X's and O's and scheme and philosophy are going to be on full display. So I think it's a very calculated move, like you said, Madness. Um, but I don't think it was blind by any means. I think mm-hmm. you know, I, I think I think this is set up for him to do well. Right now it's about doing well. Yeah.
0: I think so too. Uh, I'm very excited, you know, and, you know, well, I hope my hashtag goes viral, time to roll. Uh, <laughs> uh, time to roll, hashtag time to roll, you know. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm just wondering, like, is he going to take a slow approach to getting how it was in NDSU in terms of having, you know, five fullbacks on the roster and eight, eight tight ends or you're going to say, well, I just rolled with two fullbacks or three fullbacks this year and a couple of tight ends. You know, like, you know, I'm wondering, you know. Or when you say, hey, I got some more speed. I can put anybody anywhere and just, just rock it out. You know, I don't know. I mean, It's interesting to see. You know, obviously with Kevin what who we signed, and they're doing something February 7th on the, on the signing day because, uh, you know, now it's some changes. We had a really good signing class. Um, that's was coming in anyway, and now we're adding more pieces to it uh as as we speak um but you know it's sort of interesting to see um uh, once you get past spring you know um how, how our roster construction will be close to indie issue he just sort of do something different because i even though he brings out uh tight end you know a lot of tight ends uh he'll do he'll do fire spray too. two he'll do five wide out um, as well. So, I mean, he's he has a very deep playbook, very deep playbook, and uh, you know. So even those who say, "Hey, you ran the ball too much," well, maybe that's sort of basic, based on the talent, right? It's like if I know I can run somebody over, I'm gonna run them over. Well, why why am I am I going to spread it out? and throw the ball when I know I got that got that advantage. Um, so we'll see. You know, again, how roster is changes over time and. How strategy changes, you know, and, and you know, like I said before, Demetrius. I mean, hey, some people say hey, it's, it's not for me. <laughs> right? Someone say, Well, you know, I don't want to run the ball that many times, I don't want to, you know, be a fullback, won't be a straight tight end or whatever, you know. Um, so,
1: and if like, that happens, mm-hmm. what do you tell them?
0: Uh, I'll say, Hey, this, this, oh, it's this way, or you, is this, this how we doing it? If you don't like it, uh, we, you know, we love you, <laughs> but, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Thank you for your time. <laughs> Thank you for your time. <laughs> this you is time to roll. You know what I'm saying? For some people, you know, it's like, hey, I now I'm a wide receiver. Now I want to, you know, I want to be in a five spread. There's plenty of them around the country you can go to that just throw the ball hundreds of times, you know. But we're here, we're gonna really emphasize and put in uh uh strategies and different formations that can help us be successful with that. Um so, what I'm hearing from you all is that you I think we about to win the OVC, right? That's what I'm hearing.
2: Well, look, 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 look. I told you, I'm, I, I don't get too after like, two years ago. I don't get too excited. No, not anymore. <laughs> so you know, it's funny. I got, I just poured up the our schedule, and uh, you know, I'm, a, I'm. I'm gonna I'm keep it uh i'm a, i'm gonna keep it i'm a, i'm still go, I'm going 75 we going we got 12 games this year I know y'all saying where where the five losses gonna come from but um i'm gonna say 75 just to keep it simple and hopefully we do better than that
1: yeah, I mean we were six and five this six and five this past year yeah yeah and I think I honestly believe two of those losses came down to heart and lack of toughness. So, you know, I, I don't, I don't think that's going to be the case this year. And you, you know, I'm not saying we're going to go 12 and 0. Um, I just believe with what we got coming back on the defensive side of the ball, and you know, Draylen, this is his fifth year. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't know if he'll be QB one. I don't know. Um, he's had a shot and re- regardless of the number of coordinators that, that have been uh, in that position since he's been here, um, you know, he, he had he had a shot and um, you know, if he's QB one next year, then that must means he earned it. And um, I think this coach, like I said, this coach was, is coming in here to win and I, I think with what we have, there's no excuses why we can't. So, um, I, you know, madness. You said 75. I, you know, I, I could easily see us
2: winning nine games.
1: I honestly can. So, so,
2: so could I. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. So could I. Yeah. I'm just not gonna. I ain't about to put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, check this out, real, real quick. Mississippi Valley State at North Dakota State, UAPB in Memphis, at Tennessee Tech, Charleston Southern at home, at Lindenwood, Eastern Illinois, at Howard, UT Martin, at Western Illinois, at Gardner Webb, in South Southeast Missouri. I
0: mean, you know, South South uh, Charleston. Charleston just lost their coach, right? No, Gardner was at Gardner Webb. Who lost their coach? Charleston. Charleston Southern lost their coach to ETSU, so that they're rebuilding. No, that was Gardner Webb. Oh, I'm sorry, Gardner Webb. So Gardner Webb, he took half the roster, it seemed like <laughs> with him to issue <laughs> So um, that's they're they're gonna be down. So you know, uh, there's an opportunity for it. I'm hoping I'm th- thinking nine and ten games based on the schedule we you know we have but there's opportunity to get some guys in there, um, revamp his offense, revamp the mindset, and uh, get tough. You know, that that being tough matters. You know, so um, yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens. So at Tyler Roll, he last at NDSU, he coached the Titans and fullbacks, right? And I don't know why that would change, right? So I'm assuming he's going to take tight, tight in the fullbacks, coach them. Um, so we do need an O-line coach. Maybe they slide over Brewster. But definitely need uh, a QB coach. Yeah. So um, definitely could be QB coach. So let's say hire an analyst, something like that, involved or whatever. But, now, you know, there is an open Rodney, position for QB coach.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, Ronnie, let me ask you this. What, so the QB is the the captain of the office, right? Yep. Why Why wouldn't the office of coordinator coach the QBs? I mean, it just seems like that would be a seamless thing to do, right? That your office of coordinator would also be your QB coach. So maybe, can you expound on that a little bit? Why that's not I the... Think it, I don't think it's that simple. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's... It's almost like
1: if you play center in basketball and you're gonna go teach point guards, I, I don't I
2: don't see it as being that one for one alignment. But yeah, he's so- but he's designing the plays for the QB. So I I you know I, it, look I know it's my ignorance. So
0: yeah. So so been, So one thing you have graduate assistants, right? So I mean, I was coordinator. You don't coach as much, right? As you move up the food chain, less less you actually coach. You're really doing with strategy. So, I mean, he may be responsible for recruiting them, talking with them. It's really setting. I think he may – I think that he does base his sets and stuff off fullback and tight ends and talent there first, right? Generally, I mean, if you look at other schools, there is a separate QB coach right there, even at SCS level, you know, unless you don't have, if you well budget, preface that, there is an extra person in between, you know, that office coordinator and that QB coach. I mean, and, and the and the QBs. So I think he used that QB coach. I mean, I don't know if that person will be, you know, a graduate assistant or actually, you know, I'm assuming it's probably an actual coach. Though, you know, they're not saying you can't be a good, you know, graduate. Just means you're just young. <laughs> That's how it really means. You just recently graduated high school. I mean, college, whatever. So, uh, you know, I I don't know how he structures his office meetings. You know, I I have no idea. I mean, I I haven't been in in the in the dungeon like that, so I don't know. How you do do those kind of things, you know. So um yeah, I, I don't really have an answer for that. That's something probably to ask him. <laughs> yeah, I guess really we get him on here, ask him like, well how does that work? How how do you structure your meetings? You know, how do you structure your touch your touch base points? Um you know, because yeah you are right. Generally they, they do talk directly with the QP coach. I mean they talk directly to the QB Um but you know, we'll see. Like, before, even Tennessee State a couple years ago, when Shannon Harris first came on, he was hired as, I think, an officer analyst. He actually was a QB coach. He wasn't, a, you know, before he yeah. ended. So, I think he's just generally it's another person in between. I think the
1: last we had was Tavares Jackson.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. remember, yeah. Then before that, they had Tavar Jackson. Correct. Yeah. So, then that he was with uh, – well, he was a QB coach, too, as well. So, they went directly with him. So I guess if you got enough funding, I guess you can add a squeeze another person right there, and that's probably what they end up doing. Yeah, I forgot about Safar, Jackson. Yeah, but um, yeah, but it, I think it, it is sort of unique that they take the fullbacks and tight ends because you think maybe they take a running back or they could special that wide receiver, but since the offense is based off fullbacks and tight ends, I mean they set the pace, they set the tone, yeah. and I think that's. That's what he wants to do. So, we'll see if he can get any more fullbacks out there, you know. So, you know. Any more thoughts before we close?
2: Not, not really. Hey, like I say, it's just been a heck of a couple of weeks for TSU, man. Oh, man. I mean, it is, it's, it's, it's been great. It really has. Off season, I'll tell you what, there's no – there's no quit in it. You know, hockey, assignees, and, you know, I'm sure we're going to get more stuff to come for that. And uh, offensive coordinator, and you know, for a football team and a schedule was released. Um, you know, a lot has gone on since we last talked. And uh, basketball is making a, you know, starting to, you know, get together. So just a lot of stuff going on. And I love it, man. I love it.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and Mr. Dusty, you know, he keeps dropping these little nuggets on Twitter, you know, just these little teasers. Come on, man, you can't keep teasing us. And you, you know, him, him, and Mr. Nick, we we need we need some gear. Yeah, I, and the bootleggers are out there selling the T.S.U. hockey <laughs> sweater. I'm not buying one. I want to buy the real one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I need the real T.S.U. hockey sweater. So. Let's get that going so we can so we can get that out there. Cause it's gonna be fire.
0: Time to roll. Go big blue.
1: Go big blue. Go big blue.